live from the Sportatorium in New York City. It's Sports Lords! Oh, what yes. up? We're Lords and Lords and Lords and again. What up, Sports Surfs? Sports Surfs! Bow to us. Just kidding. No, you don't have to do that. Bow to me, and I'm not kidding. Kevin's back, everyone. Hey, what up, sports surfs? Uh, Kevin just, just dabbed, dabbed on you. I just dabbed, you know. and then I was like, "No, that's for later." Yeah, I'm back, everybody. I'm back in the USA, and I couldn't be happier to be here. And I'm yeah. not sure if I mean that or not. Yep. And Diego, I'm I'm still here. I'm uh, I'm gonna refer to myself in the I'm, I'm gonna Ricky Henderson it right sure. now. Sure. Well, Jimmy's still here too. So. All three of the lords are back in. Yeah, back. And I gotta say, reunited hey, as a you know. I listened to the the episode without me, and I loved it. Oh, thank oh, you. Good. I'm good, glad good. we got our first sports lordette in the. In it was studio. about time we got yeah, a lordette. Yeah, yeah. It, we had to do it. Yeah, you know, because it's for everybody. Hashtag us too. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? I think it's I not, think so. and oh. I think that we might get. I a apologize for that. In the future, Whoops. when we have thousands of listeners, they'll go back to this and they'll be like, "Wow, Diego from Hashtag Sports Lords problematic. is problematic." I do like that you reeled it in and just thousands of listeners. That's realistic. No, millions. You know, fuck. Yeah, millions. But yeah, when the UN when the UN convenes like they are right now in New York, the Lords must convene. And we're not we're not alone. It's not just the Lords here. No. no. Got a special guest. We um, do, and we want to introduce him to everyone. Yeah. Diego. Do oh, the honors, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing the honors. Okay, so yeah, so this guy you're going to be hearing from more than just today. Yep, he's going to be our uh, raw take correspondent. Yeah, because you know he's got all the raw takes on everything. He's well, got his finger on the pulse, I believe. He's, yeah, he's he's a fellow Atlantan, a fellow like, Atlantan, like just so are. you know. So he's he's plugged into you know the Braves, the Falcons, the Hawks. Yeah, I guess Atlanta United, too. Hey, it's a new era. Yeah. He's Um, also plugged into Louisiana State University football. Yeah, that's probably his most passionate um, fandom. I'd say he's got more sports knowledge than just about anybody I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll go ahead and do it. I'll do the honors. We've got Sports Lords Raw Take correspondent Luke Mayu in the Sportatorium. Happy to be here, fellas. Uh, When your liege lord calls the banners, you know, as a loyal servant. (laughs) One has no choice but to bend the knee. <laughs> so, here I am, uh, humbly to serve the Lord. But not like Tebow. Not bending no, the knee like Tebow. No, That's no, a no, different no. thing. Although, you know, we're, well, we're fine with that, too. We're fine with look all forms of kneeling. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally, yes. Some kneeling is good. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, much like the song Black Velvet, Luke Mayu's also got that slow southern style. Yeah. I uh, don't know why I thought of that song, but, you know, he's our Raging Cajun Raw Take correspondent. Yes, yep. sir. Yes, and sir. we're so happy to have you. And yeah, this I'm, is going to be, this is. And Mr. Mayu, tell us just a little bit about yourself, your sports background. Well, like you said, uh, LSU grad, so I'm very plugged into the SEC primarily. Uh, I do not tolerate the other conferences. I'm very much an SEC partisan. Why would you? You know, yeah, why would anyone? Anyway. I will clown on a jabroni ass mark from the Big Ten. <laughs> I have been known to do that. I have been known to uh, 
to just go in, no holds barred on Georgia Tech fans, mm. the upper decks. The they got Dome. it coming. They got it coming a lot of times, um, let's be honest. But also, uh, born and raised Atlantan, so on Saturdays I'm purple and gold, but on Sundays I'm red and black. Right. Uh, Falcons guy. Braves, of course, um, despite, you know, complicated relationship with the team. Sure, we'll get into that. For all of us. But yeah. I, do, I do have to point out, because I forgot until you just said LSU grad, Luke actually played uh, on the scout team for LSU for a brief time. That's right. Could you oh, tell wow, us yeah. a little bit Hell about yeah, that? Glory days. Yes, I was uh, as a... You know, three-time All-State. No, uh, I was on the team for about a month. Uh, I attempted to walk on, and then eventually I decided to walk off <laughs> uh, because it was Mardi Gras break, and oh, yeah. I realized I was... You, you realized know, where your priorities lay. Yeah, I was I was looking forward to, uh, you know, a long weekend of consuming lots of beers. So, and yeah. They specifically said, don't drink beers on Mardi Gras break. And I said, this is not for me. Right. Um, also, I was, you know, very clearly outclassed. So you're not one of those guys who's like, well, you know, if I just worked hard enough, well, I could have played in the NFL. That's all it is. is it's not you talent. Know, the coach wouldn't play me because of politics. Of course. You know sure. it is. Oh, yeah. Right. Always the same. Yeah. You were good enough to yeah. be middle linebacker for LSU. What position were you a linebacker? Is that I was the position a, uh, I was a fullback, okay. otherwise known as tight ends who never hit their growth spurt. Hey So uh, <laughs> I kinda topped out, you know, that, that five eleven, six foot range and that was it for me. I mean, you downplay it. Uh, but it is a level of sports lordsness or just, you know, athleticism that probably most people listening I think it elevates oh no. my credentials. It does. Yeah. It does. I think, yeah. I think no one listening definitely no one in this room other than you made it to that level. If you have, have if you have tweet at us at sports lords yes. with we a C share your Z, takes. Not a C share a Z. your tales. Uh, Let us know. We want to hear. Yes. I yeah. want to know the professional athletes that listen to us because yes. I know you're out there. They're definitely out there. I know you're out there doing Chipper, Wade, we're talking way, to you. Let me let Chipper, me, I know uh, you're out there using your crossbow <laughs> on the fields. <laughs> Just t- take Chipper. a minute and tweet at us. It, the, the deer will, will not hear. The deer will not hear. Yeah. Chipper was really into that stiff arm that uh, Vance McDonald of the Steelers oh, had was he? Uh, last night against Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. recording this on a Tuesday. Whoa, peek behind the Whoa, curtain. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Deal with it. Good for you. Now you know when we record. Because he kept tweeting about it. He tweeted about it a couple times. It was like, oh, man, this yeah, he was a hell of a stiff arm. Look at that. <laughs> Better got him yeah, buried. He doesn't know it was uh, uh who was it was a guy from the Packers, Vance McDonald right? from the Steelers. Steelers, okay, yeah. Steelers Bucks, and he he stiff armed the hell out of some Serious dude. Didn't break the stride. Face. It was awesome. It, it was, was an great. awesome stiff. But arm. then some dude tweeted back at Chipper. It was like, isn't that technically illegal hands to the face? And yeah. Chipper's like, dude, I just thought it was funny. Like, yeah, right. Why are you asking me? Here's like, the thing. I'll I'll gladly take <laughs> like, Chipper. Tweeting about that than Sandy yeah. Hook yeah, or exactly. any but other truther. Stay in your lane, Chipper. He's a truther. Yeah, right. he got in trouble. He's all him. over the place a little bit yeah. because he's also I've seen him go after people because he's like, I think we should have gun control. Oh yeah, yeah. people he's will be like, Chipper, you son of a bitch! I thought I knew you. I can't he's believe. Like, Chill out, bro. He's like one of my kids is a gun. <laughs> I'm just being real. <laughs> it's the one I love the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chipper's a wild one on the Twitter, though. Like, he, oh, he is oh, yeah. all over the place. I do not jump into the Menchies. No, no, no way. No. I but did. I did in his first his retirement year. He got on Twitter, 
And then it, and then I remember at the end of his retirement, he was like, y'all, this Twitter's too much. I can't handle all this shit. I'm out. And then he left, and then he came back. Yeah, he's like, like as an Atlanta, uh, a former, uh, someone who's from Atlanta, there's like Chipper on social media is one end of the spectrum that's fun. The other end of the fun social media spectrum is Big Boy. Big yeah, Boy. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's one. like those two both provide a lot of great content those for Atlanta Those two seem people. like they fucking enjoy life. Yeah, yeah for dude, sure. Absolutely. Big Boy at Eastlake on Thursday, he was like dapping up Tiger. It yeah. gets posted. And I'm like immediately just like smashing that yeah. retweet button and that fave you, button. Cause have you guys noticed how Big Boy's done a lot of like, he's really had an uptick in owl content? Yeah, yeah. he owns yeah. a few owls, I guess. <laughs> the he's owl owns, trend. Yeah, I, can't, I can't track him because he's either like in like Copenhagen and then he's in like San Diego and then yeah. he's like hanging out And then he's on a recruiting owls. trip with his son. Yeah, he's, he's probably going to play college football. Yeah, he was on game day the next day. He yeah. told Tiger, he's like, oh, I got to go to Oregon. Yeah. And then the next morning, I'm like, oh. There he was because his son is being Patton. Patton. And then, and then Patton. Woodward shout Academy. out to North Gwinnett High School, right? No, no Woodward, 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 Woodward. Sorry, he's I got the wrong fancy, private school. He's a private school boy. I got the yeah, wrong Woodward, private school. For those of you listening, Big Boy's son plays football for Woodward Academy, which is a fancy boy private yes, school yes. south of Atlanta. I guess it used to be a military academy, but yes. all boys military, and now it's just like fancy boys and girls come to it's not the yes. fanciest but it's pretty goddamn it's fancy. up there it's like rich stoner kids and like it, it really is no, yeah, no it, you're right you're right that is funny. accurate it's kids who got kicked out of love it it's but kids it's kids won't send you know them what it is school. it's if you took an entire dave matthews band concert and put them in a school they'd yeah. be at woodward right but yeah. their football team with is a few also athletes. good yeah. some athletes yeah. And it is really cool to see how like supportive of a dad. Big oh, yeah. that's the thing. He's that's at awesome. every game. Like yeah. one out of every three posts is like my son did this. And I'm then like a few weeks ago, him. he was here in New York, moving in his old uh, his other son to NYU. That's right. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. yeah, he was at the dorms. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, imagine, a- imagine being at the fucking mm-hmm. dorm. Yeah. And like big boy, big boy like there. across the hall, like yeah. moving. His, it's like what? Yeah. So he, he's like he's a good dad. Right. He loves owls. He travels a ton. His People dogs are cool. His like, dogs are dude. cool. And then the other thing is, every now and then he'll take a picture with someone. And you're like, he's fucking short. Yeah. He's he a is. short man. He's, he's the like, biggest Kate Bush yeah. fan on the planet. Yeah, he loves Kate. He oh, does yeah. his. He dude, does Kate his. Uh, uh, what's it's like now playing? Timeless classics. Timeless slash classics. Nine, now playing. Hashtag yeah. NP for now playing. And yeah. it's like Kate Bush. Like dude's got an eclectic music. He's got taste. great taste. And I'll say it. He's a pretty good rapper. He's a good crazy. He's like a good not too shabby rapper. One sudden, wait up, wait up. Yeah. Before we begin on this, actually, because now you've opened this can of worms. Uh oh. One could say, Big Boy is the best rapper of the best rap duo in rap history, but it's a very polarizing. Oh, I I believe that. I was just being a little bit right, but cheeky, little uh, ironic. I know, but dumb. But no, I agree. Now that it comes to mind, though, that's been a huge debate I've seen raging. It's like, oh, Big Boy doesn't get enough respect. I'll even go so far as to say he's. Better than, than Andre. Andre. Yeah. I think so. I was like, whoa. I, it's I like saying, like, Christopher Marlowe is better than Shakespeare. It's like a little, right. a little too. Like George much. Harrison's better right. than Paul McCartney right. or something. You're leaning yeah. a little too, but I mean. Uh, well, let's go. I actually, I think that that's interesting. I kind of want to, because I, I hear you. Um, I think, like, I've, I feel that with, with duos. Like, for me, I'll think of an example, and I think everyone can give one. But for me, it's. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan of them, but I, 
I like Oasis, and even right. more than I like their music, I like the the brotherly duo of the oh, Gallagher yeah. brothers that the spans social media, yeah. spans everything. They fucking hate each other. They've got a horrible feud, and almost everyone will be like, I love Noel Gallagher. He's like the songwriter. The other one's an asshole. Right. If you ask me, I think Liam's the better Gallagher brother. Mm. He's more entertaining on social media. He puts he he's got he's like the soul of that group because he's a performer. Right. He can like sing. He's got gravitas. I think their music on its own is it's at times great, but most of the time it's like kind of boring rock and roll music. You put Liam's vocals on it. It's interesting. It's got huevos. Man. So that's my hot take. That's an that's early, dab. Hot take. We're early dab. Early dab from digging in on the divisiveness of these. But I'm just saying, well, who, who are some other oh, hot no, yeah, take yeah, yeah. duos? Well, I mean, I'll say, you know, I just mentioned George Harrison, Paul McCartney, because right. to me, John Lennon is the best of the Beatles as far wow. as. Wow. Yeah. I wow, there, you go. there you go. Because people are always like uh, John Lennon or Paul McCartney. Right. Um, I mean, I love Paul McCartney, too, but I don't know. I've always just been a John Lennon guy. By the way, while we're on the topic. We all heard the news. Oh, oh yeah. The, I'm, <laughs> doing, I'm doing a hand yes. motion. Yeah. The Beatles. The they Beatles. bonded. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those guys bonded a lot yes, in lots of ways. Well. I, I was, <laughs> is that something joke. that everyone did and I just didn't do? Because they're like, oh, we were boys. We were just doing. It's like, no. just like none of my friends and I jerked off in front of no. each other or jerked it's each like, other off or no. did any of that. It's like, we what are, who are we, Brett that. Kavanaugh or something? Where we do you do weird stuff when you're a teen and. Well, it's supposed to be okay. Let's not associate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wouldn't call what Brett Kavanaugh okay. is weird. <laughs> I'm not associating. <laughs> Fair well, enough. That Brett Kavanaugh is weird. It's not stigmatized jerking off <laughs> okay. in private. Okay. With Look, another I didn't friend me- of yours. You're right. I know. We're you're just right. teasing. It's yeah. fine. I know what no, you meant. You're, right, you're problematic. I, no, I'm hey, Look, I'm hashtag problematic Jim. That's what I bring to the show. Um, no, it's that's a different thing. But uh, you know, I'm we trying to make it no, no, I, no. I get I what you're saying. saying. No, I it's get like, it. I get I, it. I do think though that uh, right boys are young boy. They were like what, probably like teenagers or twenty. Yeah. I, I didn't do that, but like me and my friends did weird shit. It's not that far. I'm like, it's, not, it's, it's weird. And and the weirder thing is, as a 70 year old man, to say it in an interview. It's like, dude, just just go to the grave with that yeah, one. We don't need yeah, that. Why did it come up? Unless yeah. you're going to Quincy Jones it and just spill just everything. Let it all just happen. fucking lay it but all out. But it was out. just like, just oh, you know, thing. I just, uh, oh, me and John, we just checked. Anyway, you should check out my new album, The Egypt Station. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, Egypt Station. Egypt Station. Like he's back on Twitter Wait, trying. Is to that really a name, or are you doing? Is that a made-up name? No, that's the real name of Paul McCartney's new album. Because the reason he's out in the press is because he just put out a new album and he's promoting. He's got to hustle to promote. Okay. That. He's, he's got to get that money. But man. he's hustling. But at the same time, he's like seventy-five, so he's also an old fucking man. So he's like, oh, you know, uh, I actually remember me and John just having a little clackety dackety do <laughs> with a little wiggly doo bitty doo. So like he's just he's fucking old and probably kind of losing it, not yeah. in like a you know scare, but it's just like yeah, old people say fucking weird shit. Just letting it fly, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we got we got we were introducing Luke. We got really <laughs> so we got we, really off track. But before we get back into Luke, before we get back yeah. into this, let's bring it back a little bit. Kevin, yeah, we oh, haven't yeah. talked to you since you got back from overseas. We heard all about Ireland from Jimmy last week. He <laughs> <laughs> broke it all over us. You were also in Europe. I was in Europe. Uh, but before I get to Europe, I do want to say real quick because right before I went to Europe, I went to. Oh, right. Boston. I went to Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, I went there for a gig, and uh, I had a nice time. I stayed in Cambridge, but I made a I made what some might call a pilgrimage to Fenway Park, uh, where the Boston Red Sox play. I'd never been. I've always wanted to go. They were playing the. Uh, it was a Saturday game. It was the game where I was available. So it was a Saturday game against the Astros. So it was like the two best teams in the AL. Heck of a matchup. And I was like, I got to get into this game. And I kind of like lingered in the Fenway area for a while. And then in the second inning, I got a ticket for 60 bucks scalped, which was like 20 bucks cheaper than anything I could find. Not bad. Online. And um, I got to say, my, my takeaway from that stadium, it's a beautiful stadium. It's crazy how old it is. Like the... To walk from, I, I entered on the right field side, and to get to where my seats were, which were on the left field side, I had to walk in, like, the concourse. You know, most stadiums, that's, like, a, you know, 40-foot wide concourse. At Fenway, it's, like, a fucking six-foot wide concourse, if that. It's, like, tiny, and you're just, like, it's, like, two single-file lines going in either direction. So that was, like, crazy. Great stadium. Horrible sight lines. I sat in the grandstands under the upper deck, and I was in the, all the way in the back, not in the standing section, but sitting down. Could not see most of the game. And then the ultimate uh, – and there were a lot of Astros fans. And Interesting. I, I got to see the Astros fucking beat up on them, which was great. I sat in a neutral hat uh, and did not – reveal my allegiance but i was just like secretly enjoying them getting beat and the only bad part of that trip was i was by myself and in front of me were these i might have told a couple of you these like three like 20 year old girls and one of them was taking a selfie in the middle of an inning and i like kind of like was just looking over and zoned out a little bit and she took the selfie, and I was in it. <laughs> and then she she put it on Snapchat and circled my face. What? Oh. And I saw her do this, and I was like, are you? And so I thought about being, like, making a joke, like, what are you doing? Like, Or being like, hey, keep me out of your Snapchat. But then I just sat there, like, stewing, and I was like, there's no way to, like, I'm like a grown-ass man to be like, hey, I'm sorry, but leave me alone. Yeah. There's you no coming snapped, back from that. You should have snapped their picture. And circled right. their faces. I know, yeah. but like, think of how that looks to anyone who doesn't know the story. If I put it on Snapchat, I'm like, "Hey, these three young girls," right. you know. And now you're just gonna be like an inside joke for them. Yeah, for, you, for hopefully years. you'll go viral. Yeah. Viral, yeah. Like that'd be cool. You know, I tried. Kev, I tried two. to tell myself that what they did was like circle my face. I'm like, this is the most handsome, cool guy I've ever seen. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, that just shows how petty I am that uh, that like ruined my time. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, how many Dropkick Murphy songs did you yeah. hear during the game? Don't I heard. Just have the uh, I don't know. Dude, I, s I think I saw. So I would say that Fenway is a good mix of like waspy Boston, New England dickheads 
there to enjoy their time amongst all white people. And then the other side of their fan base is like shaved head, pierced diamond ears, chin strap Southie dudes who want to come beat the shit out of somebody. Boston's a terrible place. <laughs> that sounds pleasant. I mean, yeah, it's like I'll give them this though. It's whenever I go to those old stadiums. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like the best it's because awesome. coming from Atlanta, where like the stadium experience is just like the most family friendly. Like everything yeah. is for children, yeah. and there's like a dumb game and yeah. you know toodles, whatever. Find chase him or something. I don't know. It's like not. I can't stand that. It just tr- annoys me. Yeah. No, for sure. As an adult, it's like Even you're here kid. to see a ball game and at an old ballpark. That's all you really have to do. Like, right? The hallways are cramped. We came to see a game. Right. That's what we're doing. Like I was at uh, SunTrust Park on Friday, actually, because I went to Atlanta over the weekend, and we took a quick like, you know, just like went around the corner to grab a beer, and there was like rock climbing and bungee jumping, what? And zip lines for like. Yeah, Are you like, serious? Yeah, Rock all climbing and shit. zip yeah. lines in a fucking baseball stadium? So there's like, you know, 10-year-old Jeez. kids zip right. lining. And I'm like, these children are having fun, and I, for one, will not stand for this. <laughs> They're not watching the game. How dare they? It's like... There's division champs are on the field. Yeah. What the fuck are we're, you doing on a rock we're climb about to wall? Clinch, you know, and show some respect. That's all I will just I agree. the game. Totally yeah. agree. Well, it was a pretty big sports weekend in Atlanta last weekend. So much get going on. It was, but we're getting a sports weekend. Just oh, Kevin right. went from Boston. That's right. We still have to talk to about Cyprus. I, I don't have as much to say about Cyprus other than I went to Cyprus to visit my friend who works for the CIA, who for will all remain you nameless. surfs out there. Ooh, Cyprus is a country in the Mediterranean yeah. in yeah. Europe. Oh, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. My friend doesn't really work for the CIA, but he's probably listening, and he'll appreciate that I just got him investigated by <laughs> the EU or some shit but Thank you um it's a it's an island in the mediterranean it's close to the middle east but its majority of it is uh greek like they speak greek in cyprus but they're independent and then part of it is uh like a turkish colony so they're they're turkish and uh so it's like two sides of a small island um my sports story from there uh is every city had like like uh my buddy filled me in on like every city has uh their own like pro soccer team and what i found interesting there's only like six because it's a small small island i think it's only got like it's under two million people but every city has its own soccer team there it's the cypress league and every year they're in the champions league (laughs) Like, it's always the Nicosia team. Yeah, that's the only reason I've heard of them. They're, they're like, the biggest city, so they always win. And for those of you who don't know, the Champions League in Europe is a soccer tournament for all, like, basically the top teams of every country play play against each other in a tournament to determine who the best team in Europe is. Right. So I just found it funny that I was, like, you know, on this island, very small. I was like, what, this place has a team in the Champions League? And I'm guessing they get destroyed. Then the other thing that happened, we went to this small town called Paphos, hung out. It's like a beach town. And the next morning we were like, let's go to a pub and get an English breakfast. We went to an English pub and it was completely populated with South African rugby fans. And I, because South Africa was playing New Zealand in like one of those world rugby tournaments. Exciting. 
and they were going. It was like eleven in the morning, and they were getting hell yeah hammered. And there was this one large rugby player, and his six year or he's probably like eight year old son kept hitting him while he was watching the game. And I mean, this was like one of the biggest, most built dudes I've ever seen. And he's like, "Fucking stop it, man!" Or he like kept <laughs> saying shit to his kid, and then they like all did green shots. It was crazy, and we were like drinking coffee, eating breakfast. Yeah. And then he grabs his kid by the ankle and flips him upside down and just starts shaking him. But like in a like the kid was having fun, but then all the kids' euros fell out of his pocket. It was like a. It's it was like, like a Fred cartoon. Flintstone or something. It's like yeah. illegal in the United States, but yeah. fun everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, then rugby like culture and, is me and this fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, those guys. The are amount of drinking that those dudes do, I don't know how they're alive. Yeah, ever. yeah, they're they're an intense and scary bunch. South guys. Africans? No, rugby, 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 rugby culture yeah. in general. Yeah, these were like big. They were like friendly because I think they thought because everyone else in the bar was South African expats who lived in Cyprus who were there to watch the game. So I think they thought me and my buddy were South African, and then they quick, we were just like. No, yeah, we we can barely understand what's happening <laughs> yeah. in this game. You guys are, but it seemed exciting. My friend was telling me um, that he was like, "Yeah, I've never seen a game this exciting. This is very close." And they beat New Zealand, which was a huge upset. Good, yeah. The Springboks. Is, is it the black? All sure blacks. All blacks. Yeah. yeah. And the the South Africans are called the Springboks. Uh, Springboks. Yeah, which is like an like Afrikaner word depicted in the Matt Damon features film yes. where he solves racism for good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's another thing. Is racism is that one, but yeah. done in South Africa, from what I can oh, tell. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah, especially according to these all-white large men who shook their kids upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're experts. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, racism's done. Get out of here." Well, welcome back. Yeah, thank it you. Sounds yeah, like I feel like I just rambled too much. I'm going to be quiet trip. for the rest of the show. <laughs> Bye. Good night, Kevin. Good yep. night. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleeping He's now. Going to bed here at the Sports Lord Sportatorium Studios. Yeah. But yeah, Jimmy, as you were saying, Atlanta well, had a crazy sports weekend. There was yeah, there was a lot going on uh, in Atlanta last weekend where our our. Uh, Raw Take correspondent Luke was was in town. I was there to witness it. Um, saw the Braves clinch, which was great. Division champs. Been a long five years. Yep. Um, Back where we should be. Exactly on top, baby. Took in the Atlanta United game on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, impressive crowd and Arthur Blank uh, really spent the city's money wisely with that billion dollar palace. Cause That's that place. <laughs> If you're gonna spend a billion dollars, like make it cool and that right. place. If you're gonna funnel like, money away from schools and infrastructure, <laughs> right, into a stadium, give us something do it we this can believe. Right, yeah. If any of you uh, sports surfs have not seen it, I suggest googling Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yes, because yeah. it's kind of crazy. Was the roof open or the was roof it closed? Was closed. Okay. Um, so I did not see the roof. I guess it was too humid or something. Sure. It was really, really humid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there was. There was so much going on. I mean, Tiger Woods was crushing. Yep. At East Lake, uh, and like I think that was the largest golf crowd I've ever seen. There was that picture of Tiger walking up to 18th. There's just like legions of, like just like tons of people in red shirts, yeah. just like Tiger devotees. And then, and at uh, I went straight to the airport on Sunday, and right behind me in line was this guy with the TW Nike hat. 
Nice. And then like the red polo. It was like cosplay. It's like you don't have to dress up like the guy. Yeah, that that's one of the dorkiest golf. things I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm wearing my favorite athlete's polo. Like it's cool. <laughs> it's yeah. It was like even worse than the jersey. Even worse than a grown man wearing the jersey is like this guy was doing cosplay of Tiger Woods <laughs> in the security line at Hartsfield Jackson, and I was like, I know you I don't have spent. golf clubs. This is just my luggage, yeah. <laughs> but I want it to look like I have a golf club. <laughs> but I like, pack all my clothes in this golf bag. It is <laughs> awesome that Tiger's back because he's also. It's been a long five years, and like, yeah. it's sweet, but the adulation is so weird. For yeah. It's a yeah. The comeback story is cool and just like the purely like narrative sense. He's awesome at golf. Yeah, he was so good. Be awesome. And he went down so hard, and now he's like slowly crawled his way back to the top. But yeah, every time I see him or hear his name, I think of him in a hotel room smoking a cigar, pawing at his pud while two women go at each other. Right. Yeah, Just stroking the right. the baby tiger. As far as far as uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, that's what he's best known like, for. Oh yeah, you're a weird, pathological, sexual deviant, like borderline psychopath. But it is so less, like so much less boring when he's crushing over like yeah. dudes you've never heard of. And right. he 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 is a. S- like yeah, sexual deviant and like a, a kind of a maga guy too, and a maga and guy. a maga guy. <laughs> it's like I mean, and a maga things, guy. I wouldn't things. be surprised. But what golfer isn't? Well, I mean, exactly, he fits. I feel in. like it's kind of to made be fair though. Like his father was a decorated military guy. Like let it not be said that Tiger does not respect the troops. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my next thing. He doesn't respect the troops enough. Well, but you'd be wrong. But I, I think well, what I was going to say is just like, you know, and this is hashtag uh, probably problematic. But, you know, I think I'll get in, there. In, our, in our room of four guys, you know, I think we can be uh, experts on this. But like it, the, the, the difference is, as far as I know, he, he didn't uh, do anything that was hashtag me too worthy. It was all consensual, he from what I know. He cheated on his wife. Yeah, as yeah. Far as right. He was, was a terrible husband and father. Yeah, he's right. like it's like true scumbag behavior, but it's also like uh, he didn't. On one now level, that we know yeah. how, now that we know the scope of how horrible right. things it's, can be, exactly. Yes, it really. It, he was just a very bad husband, very bad father. He did some weird shit, and obviously, like, just totally kind of just. We'll we'll just say deviant and rap and rap like leave it at that. But nothing like horrifically illegal or like yeah violating other I, than like paying women to do strange sex acts, which sounds hey and which, look, look if if you're yeah, paying your and they're consensual like, and we are and I want to remind judging, everyone you know? we are open to sponsors. So if you yeah. are someone yeah. who takes money. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We'll do a Pornhub partnership That's what is what we're to trying say. to say. Pornhub yeah. porn partnership. Let's porn make it happen. Browsers, Perkins, yeah. restaurants, whatever, Combine, you know. Any of, the tiger, <laughs> any of the Tiger world uh, out there. Nike, we'll, even you. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole redemption arc. There's really nothing to redeem because, like, you're still probably that same weird guy. Who, right. You know, stepped out on your wife and yeah. ruined your marriage. But now that you're awesome at golf again, like at least we can watch you play golf. Right. Yeah. And Which I think everybody enjoys, but I do think the typical golf fan 
you know, to generalize is is and the t- and just to preface, like most golf fans skewer toward Democratic socialists. <laughs> well, or is you'd that be wrong? Surprised, is that man. wrong? You'd actually be surprised. It's the opposite of okay. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I go to the South Brooklyn DSA meetings, it's like. <laughs> The first order of business is, you know, we talk about the the PGA watch party the who's tournaments <laughs> that like yeah. went down over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I just love seeing all these hardcore golf heads like sent, you know, who you are know, in to clarify are Republicans. They're all Republicans and they're all like, you know, turbo prudes and they have their own <laughs> weird morality that they project on everything. But when it comes to Tiger Woods, well, we just love Tiger, and I'm so excited to see him dominating again. Uh, I don't know. I get a yeah, big. It's kick a weird out of that. hypocrisy thing. It's, yeah, and I don't it's, really. It's not anything to get too like bent out of shape about, but it's just a weird thing to witness because it yeah. is. Because it is. I mean, it's a great story. It is fun. Like I said, it's like, full disclosure. I didn't know it happened. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't give a fuck about golf. Well, I only knew because of. I had a family member who might be listening to this who was like, did you watch Tiger? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I don't watch golf. I found Get out again. Fuck out of here. I found out again through uh, Big Boy's Instagram. Yeah. There you go. Well, Big Boy was there. Because like, he was there, yeah. Back. Yeah. And so that's just something for the, lore, uh, the sorry, sports surfs, a.k.a. Lord's Heads. Uh, even for us sports lords, there's some sports that we just – can't get behind yeah and yeah. one of them's golf i will you me, know anyway. i mean i'm not saying don't watch it i'm just saying i never got into it i'm saying i mean don't i love it. i love soccer but uh you know i know most right. people around here don't so i won't I'm talk saying, too much yeah, about it don't watch golf and don't watch formula one i'm risking alienating the base by bringing up soccer which is for socialist pussies i'm all about it and you know what i love formula one i went to the u.s grand prix the first two years it came back to the u.s when i was in college and it was awesome okay well i I take it back because i'm afraid of confrontation (laughs) (laughs) and i'm very confrontational as we all know But yeah, did you you and so you enjoyed this amazing weekend? Like you got to see it, it was all. Just one of those weekends in Atlanta where the traffic was miserable because every single person was going to one of these big events, and like I'm sure the Uber drivers made a killing. And yeah. You know. And then you also mentioned earlier off mic also Clemson was in town to play. Yeah, the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Um, so that was so. another. You know, tons of Clemson fans kind of wandering the premises. Uh, Georgia was away, I guess, but every other team was at yeah, home. The Falcons shit the bed against Saints the Saints as normal. All over, like Ooh, my yeah. hotel I stayed at. I stayed in Buckhead. Uh, shout out to the Whitley Hotel in Buckhead, formerly the Ritz-Carlton. Whitley Hotel, Ooh, if you want to sponsor us. Whitley Hotel, any, any suites, us your money. any shows, yep. any like, rooms for the future for Hook the four us of us. I happy enjoyed to my stay, and there was... There was numerous Saints fans there on the MARTA train to the Atlanta United game. There were some Saints fans jawing, and I'm sure after the game it was probably horrendous because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you saw the – it was a terrible. Yeah. Outcome. And speaking speaking of the Falcons Saints game, because uh, we've all shared, <laughs> we've all shared some of that Falcons heartbreak yes. uh, yeah. the last few years. In the sportatorium. Um, yeah. In, yeah. Did, yeah, actually, did any of you guys think the outcome of that game was going to be different than what it was? Because I did not. 
once um, I knew it was coming. Once Ricardo Allen left the game, which was what the fifth defensive starter to, to Who's be out. unavailable. But that's your starting strong safety and your starting free safety, and he was the guy who kind of like the quarterback of the defense, if you will. But yeah, like he took guys, over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like as soon as he left, dudes were like looking around at the start of the play, running into each other, just like, no, no, you're supposed to be over there. No, 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 no. As Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks of all time who could shred a good defense, is, like, dropping back. They don't know where to be. So, like, no team is going to have a, a shot with their second-team no. defense. Hell no. But then that like the, the whole Drew Brees scrambling to the left, two guys are there in the open field, and they just completely whiff. Bounce off them. Yeah, like he's Michael Vick or yeah, something. It's yeah, it's a 39-year-old, like, 39-year-old insurance salesman. Five, Doing a spin move on two 20 Yeah, it was insane. 190-pound soaking wet, and he, like, curled up to, like, brace for the head, and he's like, oh, no. And, yeah, like, he's an They're going to knock the shit stain on my face off because they're going to hit me so hard, but nope. And then they both miss, and that's the game tying touchdown. But these are the guys we're left with: practice squad fodder, second teamers, who Dan Quinn, in his stubbornness, insists on riding with. And that's that's kind of what we have right now. So, so I wasn't surprised that yeah. the defense collapsed. As a former LSU walk-on, have you thought about trying to get on the oh, Falcons yeah. practice squad? There's uh, an opportunity. You know, there's yeah. a lot of openings. I mean, and I'm, I'm available to be your trainer to get you ready uh, for the pl- the tryout. Wasn't wasn't <laughs> going to go laid. here, but uh, <laughs> I lay down. <laughs> uh, Kevin got tired from talking <laughs> about Cyprus. <laughs> All that talking really wore me out. I got to lay down. But I'll uh, train you, bro. I'll totally <laughs> yell at you. But, yeah, I wasn't going to go there, but there's a much more qualified LSU alumni who could play safety if only there was a sound tackler with Pro Bowl experience at safety if available only. in free agency. However, their hands are tied. There isn't a 26-year-old wait, in I'm the peak of his physical there prime is a cool, available. I'm, wait, I'm, oh, wait, wait, sorry. Hold on. Wait, yeah. wait. Oh. sources are informing me there actually is an extremely good football player looking for a job who plays safety. Sorry, like, but he, he happens to take... The national he, anthem was playing too loudly yes. in my ear. I couldn't hear what you said. Uh, let, me, let me explain here. <laughs> Let me explain here because I just had these guys explain to me what they were talking about like two hours ago. Yes. So what they're referring to is uh, safety. Eric Reed, Reed, former uh, LSU alumni, former NFL safety. 49er, I believe. Played for the 49ers, and he took part in the National Anthem protest with uh, Colin Kaepernick. And rumor has it. Yes. Not only is Colin blackballed from the NFL, but also Eric Reed is blackballed. Yeah, I I don't know if like I don't think there's any political motive. I think Dan Quinn is just stubbornly like in his own way, like, oh I can coach up my guys, like the guys who are here. But it's still equally infuriating when a guy who's only available because he's being blacklisted for the grave committing the grave offense of kneeling Fucking for kneeling. the national anthem. Trying and to bring awareness to police right. officers yeah. right. gunning so down African Americans <laughs> around the country. Oh no, he can't play. How dare he? How dare he? Like to extrajudicial, like police brutality, like all oh, the horror. You know, like he sympathized with Kaepernick. He stood with Kaepernick. He's the most visible kind of participant in the movement alongside Kaepernick, and he has also 
received the same treatment. Not as publicized because he doesn't play quarterback. Right. But 26-year-old Pro Bowl caliber safety who can also, by the way, play linebacker. And the Falcons are missing, also missing a pretty key linebacker. So they missed 17 tackles, including with the game on the line. 39-year-old, 5'10", 190-pound Drew Brees. And those are the guys who Dan Quinn, with a straight face on Monday, said we're, we're fine with. These are the guys we're going with. We don't need to sign the extremely good replacement who's just as good as, arguably just as good as Keanu Neal, who's unfortunately out. The Falcons have been snake bit, and unfortunately it looks like uh, they're too stubborn or whatever the reasons, they're just too dumb to take advantage of an opportunity to sign a guy who and needs a job right now. Typical and Atlanta. Yeah, typical Atlanta, and also you'd mentioned earlier, like Atlanta has a fan base that would probably welcome someone yeah, like and Eric. Yeah, I Reed. don't even think Arthur Blank is like, relatively speaking, he's not like Jerry Jones. Oh no, no, of no. Like the like MAGA crew, like right wing, like stand for the anthem or you're fired. Like he's not falling prone to that, but he's still somehow like the N the NFL culture. It's indoctrinated to just like yeah, I mean comply he, with this. Yeah, he may not like personally hold those views, but at the same time, we would hope not. We would hope not. We would we hope we have a benevolent sure. dictator. But he's, he's just willing to relocate some churches and low-income <laughs> housing <laughs> right, in right. the city to build <laughs> yeah, a stadium. Sure. But yeah, exactly, when it comes to <laughs> just your garden variety <laughs> capitalist, look, look, guys, owner. guys, yeah. I saw him at an Atlanta DSA meeting. He's super <laughs> cool. Oh, really? Oh. I thought he was just another blood-sucking capitalist. Yeah, he's all about redistributing. That's I'm pretty sure enough. I saw him there in his fucking pinstripe right. suit. But it's it's disheartening. He came in a meeting in a limo. We're, uh, the, we're the ones who have to watch the team not be good, and also it's unfortunate when for they Eric could Reed, be. But yeah, yeah. It, so this is a, I guess a, a call to Lord's Heads um, or guys, serfs, yeah, or serfs. But I think in this case, Lord's Heads is uh, more appropriate. Because surfs anyway, um, guys use the hashtag, hashtag Falcons hire Eric Reed. We support yeah. that immediately. Get it going. Yeah, yeah. definitely spread if, that around. Yeah, and while spread. you're at it, like let's bring Colin Kaepernick back. I mean, I don't think the Falcons need a quarterback, but uh, that if you dude ask should certain be Falcons fans though. They're yeah, turned on Matt Ryan completely. Yeah. I mean, I but I still think Mike Vick opinion? is higher up on that list than Colin Kaepernick to bring yeah. back. That'd be awesome. But, you know, it. the NFL is a well, – it's a theme today. It's a hashtag problematic league. Yeah. It is. We're not ready to bail on it yet because we have to watch our, our miserable – Atlanta no. football team, and also because the other side went so right. I was gonna say, I probably yeah. would have. Been you had on one it. of my favorite tweets. Yeah, it's it's really a shame that that whole movement has been co opted by like the MAGA chuds. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, like, there's so many reasons not to watch the NFL, yeah. and like the ratings are declining for other reasons. Yeah, but it's like seen as like proxy for. Oh, they're kneeling for the anthem, so I'm boycotting. Like I would boycott Nike, mm -hmm. because like again, they have the audacity to not be down with police brutality, cops murdering. But like we don't need to. Like we're we're all kind of agreeing that that's stupid as hell. But because those idiots have co-opted that movement, myself as someone who's like, oh well, I like college football better. I have lots of reasons 
to tune out on this because it's like kind of boring. Yeah, but like, no, I agree. But now I watch it because I, if I don't watch it and I'm like hardcore anti NFL, I'm like joining a, sudden, a movement that's even stupider. Yep, yeah. And so it's like it's like it, basically yeah. everything. Everything. It's, it's all. It's all a big. Well, no, I don't want to like equate the sides because they're not equal. But it's just like it's all a big fucking toilet. It's like every like like there. Yeah, like you said, like. There are many reasons to hate the NFL. The way they treat their players, the way that there are like he- massive head injuries all the time. The way they treat their cheerleaders. The way they treat cheerleaders. The way that they they siphon money off of taxpayers to fund stadiums that they pull the profits from. Right. It's like public. The way, like you said, they displace public housing or displace churches, whatever they want to do. But everything other than the Colin Kaepernick thing because yeah. that's right. actually objectively yeah, that's like the fine. one good thing that, right. <laughs> that has come out of the so NFL. So because of that I've you know I, I have agree. to almost go the other way where it's like actually I support I support the men. players I support the guys on, in the, yeah. on the field who they're, are doing right. that because they're on the right side of stuff. They're generally yeah. very thoughtful and yeah. active members of the community. You got the Eagles players Malcolm Jenkins right. Chris Long they take all this shit from these idiot like just like retrograde cavemen and it's just like you gotta eradicate that line of thinking so in order to do so i have to like stay on the front lines and totally keep watching right. the yeah. biggest tragedy the front lines being watching football. watching football someone's <laughs> gotta watch these beer commercials the and biggest I nobly do we should, yeah. all, dilly we should dilly. all start kneeling when we watch beer commercials <laughs> yeah are we still doing dilly dilly by the way in oh always forever right so I it's mean, got legs like I, that's i think so the biggest tragedy of the falcons losing the super bowl to the patriots a couple years ago you and i luke had this yeah. conversation was like had they won, I would have been done like with I football for the rest of my ready life. To it check was like, out. check out on a high note. Cool, we did that. That was great. Like, I don't I need already, to watch this again. We already, if you're a Falcons fan of a certain age, you already have such a complicated relationship because, like, Michael Vick was kind of our hero, and then that was just such like a loss of innocence to realize like how ugly and how just like disheartening things can go and it's like oh yeah you should never should never have heroes never idolize these athletes yeah. never but even then like they kind of like got good they got really good again and they sucked us back in gave us a reason to hope and it was more i wanted that for atlanta like the civic pride but also everyone like makes fun of atlanta for always losing so it was almost like oh we're finally gonna and like it was a boston team like Boston teams always beat Atlanta in the playoffs. Like, fuck the Patriots. We're here. This is closure. This is all I need to see. And I can walk away from this morally corrupt sport. And since then, yep, we were, we were we robbed of that closure. And then in the ensuing months, like, it became this hugely weaponized, polarizing, like, just third rail topic where it was like, well, now I'm just kind of stuck. Like it's like watching a show. They fired all the writers. Like <laughs> all the NFL writers it, it, got fired. It hasn't been good in like three seasons, but Showtime keeps renewing it, right? Because the ratings are good on the decline, but still very healthy. <laughs> like, well, I like most of the characters, even though like the one I really like got killed off in season five. But then it becomes if you 
don't watch it, it becomes like this weird political statement. So it's like, if well, you guys uh, know this Showtime show, tweet at the Sports Lords. Yeah, take a guess. Tell what us what the show is, and you might win a prize. But I, I feel like we're getting on a, you know, obviously this is, and I support it. We've been talking about some heavy stuff, the NFL, both heavy in an important way, and then reminding me of our horrible Super Bowl loss. Guys, I got to bring a little light into the room. Well, you can do that. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, guys, it's a good teaser. Stay with us because there's light coming. But yeah, yeah, we're going to turn it up a little bit after this break. All right. We'll be right back. I keep it playing while some choose to play it safe. Go check the resume, it's risky business in the A. Uh. I keep it playing while some choose to play it safe. Go check the resume, it's risky business in the A. In the A. In the A. In the A. Sports Lords back. Back from break. Hope Welcome. all you surfs had a good break. Yeah. Kevin has woken up from his nap. He had teased <laughs> us. He had teased us with some positivity. We got a little heavy in that last, towards the end of that last segment, but, you know, just speaking our truths. But, Kevin, you were going to uplift us. Well, sometimes we get heavy just like sometimes life gets heavy. Life isn't always fun, no matter what you want. What? But we're about to have fun now. And I tell you why, because, you know, we talked a lot about some heavy stuff, a lot about how Atlanta – you know, make some boneheaded moves. But one thing to celebrate in Atlanta and in all of sports is the Atlanta Braves clinching the NL East. Hell James yeah. Bitch, back on top. And it's a team that I think we can all get behind because it's a fun team led by Ronald Acuna Jr. Super young. Young Ronnie. Young dude. And Ozzy Albies and... You know, you got your Freddie Freeman, you got your journeyman Nick Markakis, you got a lot of players. Kurt Suzuki, Mike Fultonevich, Tyler Flowers. You know, it's an awesome team. Like, uh, I think I saw, like, when they clinched uh, before the start of the season, they had a less than 1% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. It was a predicted 0.9%. And now they're NLE's champs. Yeah, it's pretty Defying awesome. expectations and back to their rightful place atop the NL East. Thank you very much. One could say they were the original sports lords of Atlanta. Oh, they definitely were. For our entire childhoods, that's all we knew. But how about Freddie Freeman? With the last time they were this good, he was like the young buck of the team. Like fresh-faced, 20-year-old rookie, you know, carrying the bags for the vets, knowing his place as a rookie biatch. Yep. But now he's like the grizzled vet at what what is it, like a ripe old age of like twenty nine. Yeah, he is way young. Yeah. And then that guy like Nick Markakis, who's been a journeyman, yeah. who's like been like solid but not first all star team this he year. Made his first all star team at thirty four. Yeah, and now he's going to the playoffs. And is, these has guys, one of the highest averages in the league. I mean, they're just like a team. They like have fun with each other. Yeah, they've endured a lot of rebuilding. As have like it just sucks watching a team rebuilding for an entire summer. It's not like if you're if your football team sucks, it's like once a week where you feel bad. But if you're if you're a baseball fan and it's six months of like tuning into the game and then you're like down nine nothing in the third inning endlessly, night after night for six months. Yeah. But then imagine fans. Being a, yeah, exactly. We're talking to you. Yeah. Like Mets fans 
You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, respect a, a little respect to Mets fans. You guys just the tolerance and the stuff yeah. you put up with yeah. is it is true. I've, amazing. I've, I do have respect for Mets fans. I have some Mets fan friends, and hopefully a couple of them are listening because we haven't shit on Mets fans and. You know, it's hard for me to shit on them because yeah, every yeah. time I go to the stadium, there's they shit on themselves before yeah. I even get a chance yeah. to. Yeah, I and then it's like I, I'm sorry. I respect Mets They're fans because they 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 show up. They know their team is. They've only had like one good season in like 20 years, maybe two. They show up and yeah, they're like, eh, yeah, you guys always own us, right? It's like, like they see the Braves hat and there's like this weird like defense mechanism where they like the reverence kicks in. We're like. Oh, like don't hurt us like we like chipper like or like they like they're just like we were their tormentor throughout the 90s and two early 2000s yes and that's like as a sports fan i get it because like you know when i see an alabama fan say on the street i don't want to even engage because i'm right. like already like wounded i'm like all i know is my team's losing to you or in the rare instance where they don't it's like that one percent where I remember it for the rest of my life because it was like our our Super Bowl just to beat you one time. Well, and it's also kind of refreshing living in New York to encounter somebody who's right, like a right. New Yorker who's humble about yeah, yeah. their New Yorkiness. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we get what you guys because, are cool. We yeah. respect you guys because usually New York people are like, oh, where are you yeah, from? What are you Atlanta? gonna do? A team is the best. Yeah, How big, do you know? They take a big dump on you, and it's, and even, even Knicks fans have like this weird. Like superiority, like yeah. arrogance. Which yeah. like your team, but the Mets fan base is like. Well, what I appreciate respectful. about the yeah. Mets fan base is, I think they're very knowledgeable about baseball. They're big baseball guy. They yeah. know baseball. baseball they remember, like they remember big moments from their team. They'll be like, more than I do. They're like, I'll yeah. bump into a fan like, "Oh, Braves fan! I remember when Piazza hit that homer after 9/11 against you guys. You guys remember that?" And I'm like, "No, I don't remember that." Yeah. What the fuck is wrong? But that you? was, I think, even Chipper said that was the one baseball game he didn't mind being on the losing end of because he was just like, I realized how big that was for the city of New York and for Piazza. And that, I mean, that's just, there's a mutual respect there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and Chipper, I want to insert it. supports the truth. I want to insert a joke about Chipper being a 9 11 truther. <laughs> 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 but, All right. Uh, we're back off the rails. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, so. Yeah, we're super pumped. Uh, I know it's been a long time. Some of years. you guys aren't Atlanta fans, but this is our pitch. If you if you if you're a baseball fan, jump on the bandwagon for the playoffs. You know, like you, why would you root for the Red Sox? They're like Boo. the new evil Boo. empire. The it's Yankees get the fuck out of here. Astros, they won last year. Why why root for them? Like we're playing the Dodgers. Likely, As of now, we're playing the Dodgers. We're gonna play the Dodgers. So hey, it's like, are you kidding me? Harvey Weinstein's beloved Dodgers. Yeah, get come him on. out of here. Yeah, seriously. Enough said. Yeah. What well, what do we got? Ted Turner's beloved yeah. Braves. That guy's great. But they really are they really are a genuinely likable club. They and are. Like, I mean the like, heart of the team is like twenty year old kids, like fresh faced. Yeah. And then like Freddie Freeman, good for him. He endured a lot of rebuilding years. 
And now the manager Brian Snitker has been in the organization 40 for like years. forty yeah. years. Career life. And he was like a third base coach for a one long time. He might be dumb as hell, but he's he our guy he who's seems, dumb as hell. He one seems of so uh, dumb that he seems like he wears his uniform and hat and cleats like to go grocery yeah. shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's but like he's so dumb, but like he's established this like culture in the clubhouse where like all they the guys are just like they buddies run through and they're friends yeah, yeah. and they will they will do anything yeah. for him and it's love snit. If you're right. working yeah. with them, you know, it's like if you work with people every day for six months and that's the nature of the job, like people diminish that aspect of baseball managing. Like tac- tactically, he's probably well behind the curve, but, <laughs> but they yeah, all respect no, he him is and for they, sure. They got love. For but him. that's like every single day he's getting the he's getting the boys fired up and ready to go. And like that's half the battle. It's just like getting out of bed and just like going yeah, after the motivational it. aspect he's great and at that it probably yeah. helps that a lot of the team is underpaid exploited yeah because young, their young rookies player. are super young as is the yeah like that's just the wage structure in baseball they're relying a lot on underpaid young labor <laughs> right which seems to intersect with uh the entirety of yeah. capitalist yeah. Western capitalist society. Oh, absolutely. Have we ventured off the rails again? But yeah, no. Sure. But yeah. it's true. But like, yeah. So if you're if you're out there listening, jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, get on, on board. With it's the, like get. You have nothing to lose by getting on board. It's gonna feel good. You're gonna have a good time. It's and gonna and hurt what? because and they're gonna lose at some point. Well, in yeah. Freaking fashion. Probably at some we, point. We all know. Gonna be like but you know immediately. what? Like, it's gonna be super heartbreaking. To add on to what Luke said. These are underpaid young dudes. Most uh, the bulk of their good players are young, like like really young, like not even really old enough young. to drink. Yeah, yeah, legally not even old enough to states. drink. And they're young. the core of like the young studs are like under twenty one. Yeah, yeah, and they're underpaid. Basically, so like if if you listen to us, you'll probably be into the fact that these are well, you won't be into this fact, but they're underpaid immigrants. So let's all cheer for them to win. Because then they're going to get super huge contracts yep. next year or the year after or whenever. So like, well, it'll be a few years down the line. You got to run that rookie contract out. Let's well, once not, they run their um, contract out, but let the, they'll get more money. Some like I don't know what I'm talking about. All that matters is Donald Trump will be ticked. Yeah, it'll really it'll really tick off yes. the president in Cheeto. Is hey, he uh, a Yankees or Mets fan? He's from Queens, right? He's a fan he, of the. Uh, he should be a Mets fan, but he's probably a Yankee. Right, fan. he seems like the type of front running yeah. dude she would yeah. never like. He'd never, never reduce yeah. himself to second class citizen. Exactly. Status. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Him and George Steinbrenner probably like. Yeah. Did coke together. Probably jerked each other off like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally getting sued for libel at the end of the show. So everyone, not my podcast. Everyone is. Everyone listening to that, sorry like, that you will not be able to have sex for the next two weeks <laughs> yeah. uh, with the image of Donald Trump and George Steinbrenner jerking each other off. Joke, jerking off their little toad-shaped penises. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my Poor toad, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Feel bad toad for Toad. Toad has had a rough week. If toad did not about, deserve that. And you know what? Toad's worth Toadette. The whole Toad clan really did not deserve that to be dragged into this That whole species of mess. creature. Yeah. Uh, like they really got I mean, dragged. They just here. mind their own business. It's nothing get sacred into this. anymore yeah. in this. And they're great. Society. To, Toad is awesome on Mario Kart. He's usually yeah. pretty quick. Everybody Mario loves Toad. Mario, Mario baseball. Tennis. You name it. Yeah, I mean, it's usually pretty solid. But he's yeah. had a rough week. 
Can I talk about something else that I'm happy about in sports? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that that Tom Brady and the Patriots lost. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Touchdown, Tom! Suck it, yeah, touchdown, Detroit Tom! Lions beat them. I think that's cool. Remember when the New York Jets won the Super Bowl when they beat the Detroit Lions in Week One of the NFL season? Yeah, this year? there was like, <laughs> there was like, oh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah like the was like the New York Daily News had like the Samilton. Yeah, cover which was actually pretty funny. No, it's great. I actually, you know, I'm a pro Hamilton guy, but yeah, it was like immediately week one overreaction. Like, oh, the Jets are for real now. They're New York's one true team. I was like, yeah, easy now, easy on that. And then the Browns showed up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you lost to the Browns, the team that was like one for their last thirty-two. But I I would love to see the Pats go like eight and eight or that something. Would be dope. That I would be incredible. I want to see it all come crashing down. To, yeah, to just like it finally crumbles, I and it's like, oh, Tom yeah. Brady, yeah, you're done, bro. I you're think not going to play them to your fifties. Brings me more joy than seeing my own teams win. Yep. Just because like rooting against a villain like that, especially a villain who so willingly wears like plays a role and wears the costume of yeah. the villain. Like they're such That's an underrated aspect of like being a sports fan is being able to root against somebody yeah. you don't like it's and then getting and to see them fail. Right. Yeah. Cuz like definitely. in real life it's there are all these people who you <laughs> who you hate and root against and you see them like you know climb keep keep, keep, keep succeeding. Yep. yep. And but in sports you're like oh that guy sucks oh he's finally oh yeah they're going down like what comes around usually does not or what goes around does not always come around yeah but uh, it's totally a healthy outlet and For very sure. wholesome to just like absolutely indulge in some sports hatred yep. like you're not harming anyone exactly you're just really really hating Tom Brady's stupid fucking face at all times. And that's like that's healthy and yeah. wholesome, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. You got any more positives over there, uh, Posse I'm Kevin? Sure I thought we were trying to be positive <laughs> on this segment, and there I we yeah. are. Like, got yeah. the Hatred is good. Stuff. That was for me. Positive, positive was Kevin being happy about. Yeah, it was pretty uplifting. Yeah. I got cheerful. I I got something. Um, oh, I was on Instagram last week. All right. And uh, you know, we all check out our Instagram Discover page. It seems to be a you know weird algorithmic presentation of whatever you're into on Instagram. So I came across this page called uh, Braves Country Beauties. <laughs> um, and I just thought it's worth giving a shout out here on Sports Lords because it's basically an Instagram. It's like a, a hot girl Instagram page with a Braves slant on it. Um, Some of the Southland's finest Finest babes. <laughs> yeah. The finest lasses Braves yeah. country has to offer. So really what it is is just like. That sounds really cool. Any like female at like a Braves game who takes a picture. Yeah. They just post it. Yeah. Any woman photographed with Braves memory. Gear of some kind. Yeah. Insignia, like but then like mixed in every now and then there's like a girl like in a thong on the beach. Great bitch. Like why didn't I think of that? Like hot chicks and. Braves yeah, baseball. Yeah, exactly. Like that's got all of our engines revved right. up right now. Yeah, like we're got a Beatles situation <laughs> we're all about right it. now. Yeah. So, uh, 
So yeah, we got a real, a real wait, John so and Paul is the page scenario. Just populated with girls at the games, or is no, this like no, it's just like girls in like Braves gear across the the Braves country footprint. Which, if you're not familiar with the Braves, they're a regional fan base, so it's like the entire southeast. One could say, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I just think it's hilarious that in the social media age, there's you know like. It's like, oh, I'm a Braves fan, and I love hot chicks. I gotta follow <laughs> this Braves country beauties yeah. page, you know. It's like, do you really need to like? Yeah, I need. I, not only do I want to see hot chicks, but they better be Braves fans too. It's an underserved market. I mean, <laughs> yeah. perverts who are also Braves fans. Yeah, that's yeah. not a huge overlap. Well, yeah, there's pervs okay. everywhere. Perhaps it is a larger overlap than I considered. But you know. That was just my little, um, you know, positive take there. That sounds drifters or uh, sorry. What? Who are are the drifters? I got confused by a text I just saw. (laughs) Kevin. Diego, this is me requesting you to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of this. This is all staying in. No, this is staying in. Cut it out. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Braves Country Beauties. Can you please pull it up so I can see? Hell Yeah. Let me pull it up I right think here. Diego has already been scrolling. No, past I'm trying it. to pull up um that the the Instagram Braids Country Beauties Discovery uh made me think of um there's an Instagram account that I discovered. It's not sports related, but it's fucking bonkers. Um I saw it on Twitter. It's this Russian Instagram account. Love uh, it already. It's Svetlon underscore NKO sixty nine. Hell yeah. It's nothing sexual. What nice. it is is this domesticated bear that this oh. couple owns. Sweet. And the bear is now full grown and they take uh, like it's it's the most insane thing. So like brides will come to get their wedding photos with this bear. Um ki- there's like set up photos of like kids, like you know how you take photos of your kids as they grow up with this giant bear reading a book. Yeah. You know, um, you showed me this off mic, yeah. and it's like that bear has got to be fucking pumped full of sedatives. Of I some don't kind. know what's going on. It's, like, it's like Russia, so it's like anything's yeah. possible. Yeah, exactly. Because th- that um, thing it's it's fucking huge. It's a huge bear, and there's like a like a dainty woman, and they'll do like, like sexy pics with like yeah. a weird model or yeah. something. And and it's, it's like, like that bizarre. thing. That bear is like one second away from ripping that woman's face off. I'm sorry to jump in here, but. I looked at Braves Country Beauties. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's this one that's geotagged to Queensland, Australia. Hell, yeah. And but it's we just got, like a, we got the beauties The only thing making Queensland? this about Braves is she's wearing a Braves hat, but, like... There you go. Repping down she's under. On the, anyway, if you're listening, she's on the beach, and she's got a... If you're listening, join Instagram. Find some fun accounts. The one with There's the, yeah. all kinds of find crazy one, stuff I mean, on Instagram, you know? I'm, like, worried about y'all's search habits with these algos pumping hey, out man. this weird shit. You're like, yeah, I got this I got this wreck <laughs> based completely and entirely on my own search <laughs> habits. <laughs> but it's know. weird. I don't know what happened. It's fucking like, fucked up. Am I right, Can dudes? you believe this? It's the app, man. It's the algorithm. The app, I don't know. The algorithm has it. like. To be fair, this bear one uh, that I found yeah. I, yeah. It was that on Twitter and Vice well, Diego, magazine. Diego, I think did you got a, less explaining to do than. But like, I am not a Russian agent. Kevin is 
investigating. Yeah, it's you, hot on the you're, trail. Hit, you're <laughs> shitting on it, but you're locked in now. <laughs> well, you're locked look, in hard. There's a lot of Braves country look, beauties on here. Someone's got to get to the bottom of this mystery Australian girl who has TBS and access to Chip and Joe in her uh, yeah. her living room. And this did is you say crazy. Queensland? Uh, it's a weird account. Can yeah, you, uh, I followed it for a day and then like just dropped yeah. out. I yeah. was like, I, I can't actually, do this. On the flip side, I followed one and it wasn't Braves country beauties but it was one called like prospect dugout and it was like prospects i don't know who ran it but i it like popped up in my instagram discover and it was like someone with an iphone behind an mlb prospect like taking batting practice or throwing pitches or whatever yeah and it was like oh cool i get to like be right behind a guy who's throwing like 92 miles an hour or right behind a guy hitting a fucking 92 mile an hour fastball and I was like, this is cool. And then as soon as I got into it, it got really weird. Like, once I started following it, it would be like, check out this fucking idiot getting hit in the face with a fucking ground ball. Or it'd be like, it'd be like a, a fucking, you know, nine-year-old hitting. And I was like, I don't want to see that. I just want to see, like, someone in their prime, like, Throwing a ball or hitting a ball—that's all. I, definitely like a twelve-year-old behind that. Yeah, account. yeah, yeah. I, I saw, well, no, I think one time I saw the guy who was behind it, and it was like a dude with like, you know, a Chipper Jones goatee who was like, "Hey, y'all, just want to say thanks to the fans. I'm down here in Florida." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a youth baseball coach, exactly, who like coaches a travel team. And, oh you know, man, he was like. Is it like that Fred McGriff video? Yeah, uh, Tom Amansky, the big blue hat. Yeah, Tom Amansky's. You're totally account. right, because <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it's. You're totally like. right, because yeah, it's like, it's like the kids I coach love these videos. Yeah. I'm gonna post them on Instagram. I'm gonna, without their permission. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna get them all signed. Anyway, Instagram's full of crazy stuff, like we said. I yeah, think that's the point where we're making. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, Instagram is nuts. I I follow this. Elvis fan account. <laughs> that sounds Costello or Presley. Yeah. Presley, and Ooh. I followed like a. There's one that was like visit Graceland, and I followed that because I was in Graceland. Sure. And then it, so others popped up, and one was like Elvis fans or it was something like that. And it's become increasingly clear that it's just an unstable woman that loves Elvis because <laughs> she she posts uh, pictures of T-shirts that she's got for sale. And I'm just going to read a couple titles. It, my music is my drug. Elvis Presley is my dealer. <laughs> oh. So Sometimes I need poetic. to be alone and listen to Elvis Presley music. Uh, Ooh, there was wow. another one that was like basically I like mean. my therapist told me I'm depressed, but really I just love Elvis Presley music. <laughs> What? It's like Whoa, a lot. That's like a, <laughs> Wait, that doesn't even. There's a like lot a of like shot at herself. There's a, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then there's one that says never underestimate a mother who listens to Elvis Presley. I mean, I I have made that mistake in the past <laughs> yeah. where I've run afoul of that rule, yeah. and I've I was I've about totally to, I came across a mother. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're I, nothing. And then she she's like, listen, to Elvis Presley. If so. I'm yeah. I'm oh, no, no, here it is. It. This is the one I misquoted. I don't need therapy. I just need to listen to Elvis Presley. Oh, 
Yeah. And it's go. like, I think you might also need therapy. Yeah. But whom amongst us has not been yeah. in a similar place? I just, uh, Hoomst. I just listened to Hound Dog, <laughs> and all my problems <laughs> melt away. All my, my troubled relationship with my parents just goes right down the toilet. Yeah. Anyway. It's in a heartbreak hotel. It just solves everything. Anyway, so bottom line, Instagram's cool. Yeah. Check it out. Download <laughs> the app on your phone. Anyway, this has all been to say. <laughs> and also, get on the Braves bandwagon now. The Braves, yeah. the Braves are cool the playoffs and good. Are starting. They're actually fun yeah. and really cool. Yep. Yeah. Sure, problematic Native American chop, but you know what? What isn't problematic these days? Yeah. I feel like, and it's that's the theme of the show. It seems like. So. Yeah. yeah. We're a fucked up country. Yeah. But follow along with these young, uh, really good baseball players because. You know, they'll break your heart, but it'll be worth it. Yep. It'll be really fun. Uh, and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with some dabbing. 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 What's up, sports dweebs? We're back. It's everyone's favorite segment. We're going to dab on some people. Look out. So what does that mean? It means each sports lord in the room here, we're going to get one minute to riff, rant, rave, let uh, vent, get everything out there on a, a topic of our choice. It can be sports related. It can be not sports related. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna let em, we're gonna let someone have it. We're gonna dab on them, Hell and yeah. uh, the way we we have one minute. Kevin's gonna keep track of the of the time, but also we're gonna know when the dab starts and when it ends because we have the official dab sound. <laughs> there it is. That's the official sound of a dab. Um, so yeah, that's the audio dab sound. So yeah, I think. I'm up first today. Diego, you're up first, so I'm going to start your dab off. Yeah, this I'm dab ready whenever. begins now. <laughs> all right, I'm going to dab on something that happens to me all the time. So I've grown up a soccer fan since I was a little kid, and Barcelona is my favorite team. They're awesome. They're really good. But not long ago, I had a guy, I was wearing my hat, and some dude, some random dude called me a front runner for being a Barcelona fan, and it really is still bothering me. Because you know what? Just because you discovered soccer last year and know that that's a thing, it doesn't mean that I'm a frontrunner. Because guess what? Barcelona wasn't always good. They used to not be that great when I was a kid. They were fine, but now they've risen to prominence and they're fucking dominant. And you know what? Just because I root for them doesn't make you a frontrunner. I don't care. Fuck you. Shut up. Keep it to yourself. You just got dabbed on. Hell yeah. Whoa. He dabbed so it. hard he dabbed with... 15 seconds left on his dab. That's good. Usually they go over. That was a highly efficient dab. If you can dab that efficient. straight to it. And he rhymed. They rose to prominence, and now they're dominant. Bitch. That's great. Um, Well, coming up next uh, with the dab, unless we have any reactions to that dab, because I agree with that dab. No, I think that my only reaction is, like, that's a top-notch dab, and I think, uh, yeah, I and agree. I can also Thank you. You guys also are too kind. You're all too kind. I can clearly picture the guy who said that to Same you. Same here. Yeah. But every every soccer fan in the state picks one of the big clubs, so it's like we're all, at some degree, bandwagon hoppers. 
totally. But but also my but thing very about very unfair personal attack. On oh no, person. this was a very personal thing. It's not like right, an right, indictment. Right. As long as Americans are watching soccer, I'm happy. I don't care. And also like the my thing about American sports fans or American soccer fans is that it, the worst kinds are the ones that are American, but they say cheers. Like yes. they're British, or they like call it football instead of instead of saying thank you, they're like cheers, or they sign off emails like cheers, and it's like you're not fucking British, get the fuck out of here. No one says cheers, and there's nothing cool about saying cheers. Save it, save it, save it, guys. All right, sorry. You guys are already leaking. You're yeah, leaking yeah. out your dad. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And Jimmy, oh Jimmy, Mr. O'Connell, you got the next one. Dab on. Okay, my dab is going to be quick this week. Uh, my dab is about the uh, sports take master uh, Colin Cowherd. He's now Ooh. on Fox Sports. Uh, he's always been extremely annoying. And now when you spend a, a Saturday watching uh, college football, any games that are broadcasted on Fox, you get uh, every commercial break this commercial <laughs> with Colin Cowherd's face. Speaking directly into camera, it's a tight shot of his fucking ugly face talking about like, oh, well, I think uh, well, kids when they're in preschool, they're already cornerbacks. And I don't want to. I already hate that guy. I don't want a close up as of his face. Yeah, fuck Colin Cowherd. You've been damned. Hell yeah. Damn, dude. Another fucking highly efficient dab. Only five seconds longer than Diego's dab. We're on it. I'm with you, man. Cowherd is garbage. He sucks. That dude, it's like, because he's good looking for a radio guy, they think he's good looking for TV. And yeah. it's like, get that fucking ugly ass dude out of my fucking face. Oh, he does have that, like, Herb Nerdsworth uh, <laughs> fucking yeah. radio yeah. voice, yeah. too. Like yeah, have you noticed how even in preschool, these guys are getting picked for quarterback? You or she is the best college football program of all time. Yeah. <laughs> he's always got some dumb take that's yeah. stupid. He sucks. He might be the biggest. He's he's even a blowhard for a sports talk radio. Right. He's sure. no Jim Rome. But no. Whatever still happened to him? Did he say something awful and get banned? Cause probably. Yeah, he's, he's, he's be everywhere. If I had to guess, the Me Too movement caught up to him. <laughs> yeah. and he's, trying mean, to, he's trying to lay low. And I'm thankful for that. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess we should count our blessings. Everyone should be caught, first off, and also he is garbage. Exactly. Well, that's Kevin, all fine I think and you're well, up, but I think man. it's ready for someone to get dabbed on. Oh, look out. All right, so for my dab, I want to dab on motherfucking British people. Hell yeah. And I'll tell you why, because these English people, I just, when I flew out of the country, I connected through London Gatwick Airport. And for the most part, the British people are very cool. But these, like, bougie-ass, basically the people who had, like, the posh accents were all fucking awful and rude to me on my flights. And I was trying to be very polite. I was going out of my way because I'm, you know, I have the American accent. They probably think I'm an asshole. They were all very rude. And I was trying to be nice. And then the piece de la resistance was I was working at my bar the other day. And these two British people were at the end of the bar. And they were like... And foot, I had football on uh, NFL, and they're like, "Do people like? I don't understand. Do people like football here?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, they actually play NFL in London sometimes." And they're like, "Oh, really? Do people actually watch that?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I think they like sell out stadiums." And 
right next to him was a British dude from Manchester. It was like a working class dude with like a mohawk and tattoos. And he was like, he's like, yeah, they do watch it. I was fucking there. And I was like, you just got dabbed on, dumbass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. Thank you for giving me your extra time. I went over. Of course. That. No, no. This yeah, is a had, worthy topic. We had dab time to spare. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to pass it along. You know Same what I mean? Same here. And I'm also glad. I, I appreciate the it was, twist. At it the was end. perfect. Yeah, where there's the the snobs versus slobs yeah. twist at the end, where it's like, yeah, actually, you guys, here's one of your countrymen who thinks you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great because that was my experience abroad. Was those people like them were the worst people in the world I've ever dealt with, like upper crust British people, and then some of the best people are the slob British people, the working class people. Great. And, like, you know, whatever. You don't like NFL? I don't care. But they, they acted like... The what is this new thing I've they never <laughs> heard of? <laughs> they acted like I didn't know that football in Europe, or that soccer was called football. They're like, do you watch football? <laughs> I'm sorry. Soccer? And I was like, shut like the fuck up. Pat you on the head. <laughs> <at> the <Yeah>. end. <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here. Anyway, uh... That's a hell of a that dab. That was great accent work, though, to distinguish the Manchester. Yeah, yeah. it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's, if no there's one thing I pride it. myself on, it's being able to do dumb accents. I've made almost $400 off of it. I mean, that's the third British accent you've done because you were <laughs> you did the Liverpudlian uh, oh, earlier when we were. Oh, about me and John having a little tallywackahoo. <laughs> well, now I'm it's, yeah. Luke, are you ready to get? Are you ready to dab on these fools? Ready to be initiated into the dab. Hell yeah! All right, Luke. Here comes your first dab. Our raw take correspondent, Luke Mayu, the raging Cajun, ready for his first dab and. Yeah, I want to throw a little curveball here and uh, veer off the sports and just dab on the haters who do not realize or do not acknowledge. Either one is inexcusable, but those. Who do not understand that A Star is Born in theaters October 4th is the motion picture event of the season. Lady Gaga delivers the performance of a lifetime by all accounts. And the song, the main theme, we've all heard it. It's a banger. She wails it out in the trailers. I believe it was written by Jason Isbell, actually. Friend Respect. of the program. And the great... Personal friend. Friend of the program. <laughs> friend of the show. Great songwriter. I believe he wrote it, and I think he's got an Oscar coming, so he's on his way to the, is it Egoat or Egot? Egot. Egot. So he's one step closer, and that's my dab. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. And I just want to end by thanking you, Lords, for having me in the Lords' lair. It was an honor. I and before we get away from that dab, I mean... There was yeah. a lot to there was yeah. some good that stuff. was some good stuff. It was, it was, it was, it was a hot dab. That, dab. that was a hell of a dab. Yeah. It was I mean, a dab and a dunk. And it I think was, yeah. Well, what about, uh, have you guys seen any of the other, the previous versions of A Star is Born? I watched I have the, not. Uh, the Streisand, Chris Christopherson one is on Netflix. I've not seen that one, but I've seen the previous with, uh, one with uh, the Selznick. I haven't one. seen those. The, the either. What is it? Who is it? Total, right? Yeah, but. I've not seen the Judy Garland one, but so I've you're seen talking the about one golf with to uh, me. Jackie Mason. Oh, uh, we can get 
Caddyshack. Jack. Literally has not the guy from Caddyshack too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jackie Mason, right? <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it might be. That might be kind of true. I had this conversation no, no, with my dad over the weekend. But I saw that the Streisand Christopherson one is uh-huh. on Netflix. And it falls apart at the 45-minute mark. Oh, really? So you should watch it if you want to see a train wreck full of bad creative choices and no chemistry between the two codes. Per the IMDb trivia section, they have friction on set. Oh, okay. okay. I may have to watch it. because see Christopherson and Streisand yeah. not gelling. Budding yeah. heads. Oil and water. Yeah, I mean, totally. Apparent. But Babs does have some jams. She's like got some pipes. I mean, she's hot take. Yeah, she's, I meant she's James. I meant James Mason. James Mason. That's the 1950s version. Yeah, and it, it is. It is. Uh, it is Judy Garland. I was. Okay. You were right. You yeah. were right. So that one. That, that one is excellent. There's something about like the formula that keeps getting remade and remade and remade, and they never get it right, but they keep doing it. That's just like so perfectly Hollywood. And I want to just like. I just want to like see this movie, even though I hear like most of the movies are giant piece of shit. Gaga goes in. And I want to see it. I I'm a big Gaga hard. head. Gaga goes bananas. Uh, yeah, like she's also a friend of the program. I'm a, a big. She is big she fan. Was like, true story. She I'm was one of the little monsters. The day after me. Like Bre- Bre- oh really? The, the day same after age, you? but a day yeah, apart. Right. Oh. So uh, she's kind of like a sister from another mister. Right. Yeah. There you go. And. Best part about Star is Born, it ends with someone walking into the ocean. All right, great having yeah. you guys on the podcast. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that that's a hell of a way to end another classic episode of the Sports yeah. Lords, you know. We we did we it again. A lot of territory, Games, man. We covered. We were all over the place. People didn't think that we could do a podcast about sports that got into a star is born. But, but here we are. Here we that's are. the hottest that's take of the whole episode, I think. Yeah. Um, well, and that's why so. we have our new raw take correspondent. Thank you so much for stopping by. We're super excited to yeah, see what the future holds. On, no, man, you're going to be on. The, take. the future holds a lot of bright. You know, a star is born. <laughs> Whoa. Literally, a star exactly. is born. right here before us. Yeah. We should do a remake of that part of the trailer where Luke is walking away, <laughs> and all of us, three of us, roll down a window of a limo and go, "Hey." hey. <laughs> I just want to get one more look at you. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for being on. Do you want to do some some Paul and John in the back of the limo? We're gonna do a little slappity do back here. You're gonna have a little happity do, but do. But thank you for coming on. It's been great. Uh, Everyone, check us out on Twitter at Sports Lords with a Z at the end. Sports Normal Lords spelled with a Z. Check tweet us out us. there. Tweet at us. Uh, we had asked you to tweet something at us. Uh, Can't remember what but I don't was, know. But that was literally eight hours ago. Shut <laughs> Check out Instagram and uh, follow the Braves because they're going to be great. And uh, be great. keep spreading the word. Keep getting the word out on the pod. The more people we get listening, the the better it is for us and for you because we'll keep doing more. Of it. Get that Pornhub deal. Yeah, get browsers, get whoever. Whoever wants to sign on, do it. And that's uh, that's going to do it for us. See you guys. Sports Lords. Out.
chipper, you son of a bitch. I thought I knew 